Hello all, and welcome to Malt and Magic, a homebrew D&D adventure from four UK-based gamers and friends. Follow along in our adventure as Ander, Kirik, Dargon and their sidekick Bothrid battle through monsters and magic as they try to unlock the mysteries of the Forgotten Kingdom of Nihilin, all the while pursued and haunted by the strange and foreboding Dark Eladrin. If you enjoy this homebrew 5th edition adventure, please be sure to leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Now let's join our heroes as the adventure continues. Hello internet and welcome to episode 7 of Mortal Magic. Um, as usual, uh, or as we've been doing over the past couple of episodes, just wanted to give a quick shout out to some of the tools we've been using. Um, so BattleBards, Ben Sound and Tabletop Audio for our sound effects and sort of the uh, musical ambiance, uh, adding a, a new level of immersion to our game. We have something uh, a little bit new and exciting to, to kick today off. Um, Mr. Rix has been hard at work creating something a little bit special for us uh, which hopefully you'll all enjoy uh, if you do enjoy leave us a comment let us know um, but uh, yeah with that that's pretty much all from me so let's get back into it and see how the party fares in Ironforge Hello! Raise the roof! <laughs> that is still so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I am I am in love. Cool. It's almost so like we're professionals. Almost. <laughs> almost like we're professionals. Just yeah. Still muddling our way through this uh, this world. Anyway, so <laughs> last we left off, we have had quite a couple of weeks actually. We've packed it in. Um, sort of traveling through caves, finding sentient swords, descending mountains in bitter, bitter cold. Um, and we have now found, or the party has found their way into Ironforge or the area of Ironforge. And as you've approached everything, the trees, the grass, there's nothing living here. It is all dead. Um, The buildings themselves in the area are decrepit, falling apart, Um, almost like something has happened here to just cause this cataclysm, if you want to call it that. Um, You have then stabled the horses, if you want to call it stable the horses. You found an old stable which you've managed to tie the horses up, decided to do a little bit of a a recce around the forge itself or the keep um, of Iron Forge itself. Um, and have discovered the sheer size of it. Um, but I think Ander managed to make him sway all the way around and then managed to scare the pants out of Dargon as he uh, popped back around, or attempt to at least. And he then decided time for a long rest before we even attempt to tackle this uh, keep, whatever it is, whatever waits for us. And that's where we left off. So we're going to go straight into our our long rest and who is taking first watch uh i'll do that cool so the rest of you sort of 
nervously set up your your camp for the night. The horses themselves are, are unsettled. Um, it is eerie in this place. There's no sound other than sort of the gentle breeze. No birds, no crickets, nothing. It is just deathly quiet. In fact, the only thing you can just about hear is sort of the the very gentle, very quiet crackle of the flames coming out of the towers of Iron Forge. Put your bed down. Kirik sort of lets you all know that he's going to take first watch. Is anybody doing anything before they lay their head down? I'm going to just lay down and, and almost spoon my blade and as it as it comforts me as I fall to sleep. I hope you're in a cricket cup, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have a sheath? <laughs> well, Actually, if not, I'm, I'm just going to have to lay next to it. Otherwise, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so you never found a scabbard for it. Um, at the minute, it's it won't fit into your rapier scabbards because it is a long sword and, and not a rapier. Yeah, yeah got to wash the so, nads or I'll just I'll have it laid next indeed. to me with my hands clasping it. Good call. Also, Ander just sort of curls up gently around the sword. Dargon? Um, Dargon's, um, yeah, trying to make sure that he's got everything sorted and ready for battle. He's, you know, just making sure he's got everything out, you know, thinks he's going to be, uh, going to be a busy day tomorrow <clears throat> while he's uh, um, while he says that uh, <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll take last watch uh, and he's just moving a few bits around um, in his in his bag making sure he's got you know everything out he needs and everything in as it as it clinks um, in the bag he notices there's a bottle in there that he's been he's left for a while so he picks it up and he looks at it. It's a little uh, bottle of whiskey. Realizes it was the one he got from the uh, the malt the malt masters. <clears throat> he can't really remember what it was, but he thought, well, maybe now's a good time. So he has a swig. Is it a big or small bottle? I can't remember. Uh, it's sort of a um, a half bottle of whiskey, if you like. So um, not quite the full seventy centiliters as we would in uh, in the UK, but um, sort of one of those not quite the miniatures. Yeah, but a, a half bottle of whiskey. So he takes a sip, a drink, corks it, pops it back inside. Bit of a nightcap for him. Other than that, just wants to go to sleep. Cool. Rest up in the corner. So. As you take a sip of your whiskey, you sort of get a very oaky taste. There's a, a bit of there's the notes of caramel, um, slight burnt toffee taste, but then you feel like your biceps almost bulge slightly, and something tells you your next fight's going to be interesting. You just get a feeling. A little bit of uh, extra strength there somehow. A little bit of something. Um, and you rest your head to sleep. Kirik. 
as you now sit and look, are you lighting any flame? Are you just going to sit in the darkness? What are you going to do? Um, I'll just sit in darkness and hope my dark vision will help with identifying anything. Cool. So you do, and your dark vision allows you to see out, but around Ironforge itself, it's a it's a dark, it's a cloudy night, it's a cold night. Um, it's not quite a rain, but there's almost like a, a fine, wet mist hanging around. Um, you can't quite get warm enough. You just feel it's not temperature cold it's almost like uneasy cold there's just a, a feeling in your pit of the, in the pit of your stomach something about this place is wrong um, and even for a, a, gla- a grave cleric like yourself something about this is just not right something is wrong about this place it is okay. deathly quiet the only sound apart from that gentle crackling of fire is now the soft breathing of your comrades as they as they sleep bothered himself has curled himself up amongst um sort of his rags having touched the floor and tried to call something forth but nothing coming for him anything else you're doing on your watch can i cast eyes of the grave so i can see within 60 feet anything that is undead see if that cool. pops up anything and how long does that last for oh that's just the that's just kind of instantaneous yeah just an instantaneous uh, thing that's fine yeah. so as your eyes sort of um, to those if anybody was looking at you, your eyes actually almost flash fully black um, you sense nothing cool. um, no I'll just remain my watch concerned about this sword and um, yeah just think about that for a while kind of shooting looks at Ander see him quite growing closer to this sword and not thinking the <laughs> thinking that this might not be a good thing cool you ponder about the sword the sword, this place, generally there's just there's an uneasy feeling. Um, but your watch passes. Nothing happens untoward. Who are you waking up? Um, I'll wake Bothrid up. Cool. So you gently wake Bothrid up. And he starts a little bit. And he's sort of gruffly. Mm. Okay, okay. And he just sort of sits on his pack, hunched over, just peers, his eyes constantly flicking, looking at the shadows that are created, also feeling uneasy. He actually pulls out of his pocket a pressed flower and clutches it, sort of just in his hands, and just holds it, almost trying to get some comfort from it. And he sits like that for a few hours. And then he goes and gently nudges Ander awake. Ander. Ander. 
What? Your, your watch. Oh, very well, very well. I sort of get myself up. Bothrit goes and settles himself down and he, he curls up very tightly into a ball, pulls as much around him just to sort of get some comfort and drifts into an uneasy sleep. You don't have dark vision, do you? No. So at the minute, all you see is darkness. You can see the rough outlines of your friends, but it is eerily dark. The overcast sky means that the light of the moon and the stars can't get through at all. The only light in this area is the light from the flames of the towers, but even that is not enough to really repel the darkness. Are you going to sit in darkness? Are you going to light anything? No. I'm thinking I'm going to light a fire, but because I've I've done a recce of the perimeter, like you said, there was nothing there. Everything is dead. We've not heard any animals. We didn't see any prints when we were coming in, footprints. So I'm thinking it'll, it'll be okay to light a fire. Where is everybody situated? Because I'm thinking, well... If I light the fire on the other side of Dargon, he might block some of the light if they were to see it from Iron Forge. But then again, I don't want to set the camp on fire. I'll just light a little fire for myself. So you light just the, the tiniest of fires nearby you, just providing a little bit of light, a little bit of warmth. And it is feeble. Um, about the same strength as a couple of candles by the time you eventually get it lit. Um, and as the flames begin to flicker, it throws more shadows onto the walls and plays tricks with your mind as these strange shadows flicker around. That deathly quiet, just almost deafening silence. It's the occasional crackle of fire. And I kind of watch the flames dance in the reflection of the black blade on my knight, on my sword and I kind of think to myself that well I say to the, the sword in my head that you will have your fill tomorrow I have a feeling you shall be satiated beyond your wildest dreams That is all the blade says. For once it is not quite as chatty as it usually has been. You get a feeling of anticipation, trepidation from the blade itself. That feeling of hunger, you can almost feel it yourself. And your watch passes. And some light begins to return as the sun is clearly beginning to come up. But again, it is very, very overcast, and you can now see that a a heavy mist, almost the light fog, if you like, has now descended around you uh, and around the the keep. As your watch finishes, and you sort of go over to Dargon and wake him up, however you choose to wake him up. So, without thinking, I just try and wake him up with the tip of my sword just to poke him. What happens? 
Does anything happen? Roll me an attack. <laughs> oh shit. Oh no. <laughs> 22. <laughs> For fuck's sake. So, damn your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> As you just sort of, you just go to gently poke Dargum the sword. The sword itself almost feels like it jumps in your hand and you strike forward with more strength and further than you first anticipated. Roll damage for me. Oh, fuck. Seven. That was, that was better. So, Dargon, you are instantly awoken by this lancing pain in your arm as you your eyes flick open and you see before you Ander with this black steel blade now thrust into your arm. <clears throat> How are you responding? As I get woken up to this, <clears throat> my hand swings round <clears throat> like it, n- nothing in it. <clears throat> but as I do that, Dawnbringer comes from my belt into my hand, lights and points straight at Ander. Ander, roll me 2d4. Because you forgot to do this. Six. So you take. Polyx is a larger creature, isn't he? Seven points of slashing damage and then take uh, eight, you said. Six. Necrotic. Six. Six points of necrotic damage. Uh, which, which luckily, your armour from flashes and you feel something surge into your arm, but it is lessened. Yeah, I get You say this total of six. Goliath, so it's three points of yeah, necrotic yeah, yeah. damage because it's halved. Um, as your blood then winds its way up the blade into that hilt. So I pull my arm away. <clears throat> so yeah, I <clears throat> pull, pull my arm away. <clears throat> oh no, what the bloody hell are you doing? I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just, I just went to poke you awake and it, I, 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 I must have tripped and accidentally lunged into your arm. Do I don't know what to say. <laughs> Complete accident. Roll me an insight check. Yeah, six. As far as you're concerned, Hander himself is is honest oh, and is telling the truth. You need some more and sleep, then, mate. Oh, crap! It is genuine guilt on my face and shock but the reason it happened is a lie <laughs> obviously but Dagon doesn't know that <laughs> cool so Ander now slightly shaken as you hear that voice in your head again <sighs> yes today will be a fine day And you settle yourself back down to sleep. 
Dargon. It is still twilight at this point. It's still quite dark with the overcast clouds, this mist which is now formed. You can see the dying remnants of the small fire that Ander built um, and sort of a slight twinge in your arm where you've now got a, a small cut from the blade. Yeah, so I got a bit of <clears throat> cloth from some of the you know uh, food and stuff we've had over the last couple of days. Find a clean bit, wrap it around my arm, and put it put it up there, just to um, yeah stop the bleeding and stuff like that. I sit back down, a little disgruntled the way I was woken up, and you know I'm thinking that this place is real eerie, and uh, the cold is something I usually don't feel, but I'm guessing that I do now. Yeah, I think we've lost some out, but I'm sure he'll be back in, in yeah, a few I'm minutes. Like we'll continue. <laughs> um, so the cold that you feel is not that temperature cold, as I've said. It's not It's not the fact that it is cold. It's not like being high up on those mountains where you didn't feel the cold at all. This is an otherworldly cold, an unnatural cold almost seeps into your bones with just an uneasy feeling it's the fact that we've been here for a bit that you know Dargon's now thinking about the ring that he was given to by the seer back then he didn't know what it was but they did head back to the Maltmaster's keep and they did they did tell him that it would it seemed to to help the, the wearer against the undead and he thinks that it throbbing now in this horrible place might might mean that yeah, he's gonna get he might get some help from this ring he'd forgotten about it till then there'd been many other places but he wonders now whether he has no idea what he's going to find down there. But maybe it'll help. And... <clears throat> other than that, I think he would just be ready and eager to go an early morning and get this part of the quest done. As you sort of look at that ring you realise the throb itself is actually your own pulse your own heartbeat sort of elevated and this heightened state of awareness of the surrounding area I'm being woken up with a sword indeed and your pass uh, your watch passes again this place is still this place is empty And we get into to morning, um, so somewhere between six and, and seven o'clock in the morning. You can't quite work it out um, based on the clouds, uh, the cloud cover overhead. It is still difficult to see with the the mist, the fog that now forms. But you sort of get to the point where you think, yeah, okay, let's get on with this now. 
this. This place is creepy as fuck. So I, uh, I stand up. I light Dawn bring up, and then I gently put it in front of Ander's face, and then go, Ander, wake up, and I whack him in the leg. <laughs> with Dawnbringer? No, so so whack him, whack him in the leg with my foot while I've got Dawnbringer okay. like in front of his face. So I've instantly got a dead up. leg. <laughs> yeah, roll me a uh, a dexterity check with disadvantage, please. A save or just a straight check? Uh, I'll say a save. With disadvantage. Oh, let's see what's cracking. 17. Yeah, okay, so you, you feel this thump in your leg and your eyes flash open and you just see fire before you. There's this radiant blade and your head just goes to foot and then you snap your head back. And as you turn your head, you now see Dargon. Smiling. Standing over you. Broad grin on his Goliath face. Get up. I think I say, say I deserve that. My eyebrows <laughs> needed a trim anyway. <laughs> I go and wake up uh, Kirik and Bothwood in a much more gentle manner. <laughs> <laughs> so you all get up, um, have a rather meagre meal, neither, no one sort of really wanting to cook too much, start a fire too much. So I just take some rations and make sure the horses are tied up and then I'm assuming you begin to make your way back to the entrance of Ironforge yeah, um, what it, I'd like what to make my way I'd, I'd like to make my way there before everyone else if possible okay so while everybody else is, is finishing up Kirik just takes his leave and begins heading towards the entrance you walk along the side of those huge great walls, find the dead hedgerow and follow it round, and find the gap, and then you walk up and come to the stairs that mark the entrance to the keep. Before you, there is no door. There is literally just this set of stairs leading up. Uh, how long did it take me to get here, roughly? Probably about 15 minutes worth of just slow, careful walking, keeping your eyes cool. sort of left and right. That's exactly what I need. Um, I will, whilst I wait for everyone, I will ritual cast um, Detect Poison and Disease. Um, that lasts for 10 minutes. Uh, so I, I kind of account for kind of when I see them moving towards me so that I still have mm-hmm. some time left once we get inside the forge. Uh, the spell lasts for 10 minutes, so that's why I want to kind of wait a little bit. No worries at all. So you eventually sort of you clutch, clutch your holy symbol. Um, I'm assuming you don't create anything on the ground in terms of spell circles or anything. It's just very much that feeling and communing no. with the Raven Queen. Yeah and eventually you feel that magic and divine energy flow through you and sort of begin to feel out around you you don't detect anything in the immediate vicinity cool I'll just within keep range it up of it currently for a while yeah 
as the rest of the group now join. And as you begin to walk, you get an itch on your chest. And you look down, and on your mithril armor, where there is that vein of sort of energy which has been just flowing a little bit, where the bolt of arcane energy hit you, that begins to itch quite badly, and you sort of scratch and scratch and scratch, and eventually you find a little thread, and you pull, and you pull, and you pull, and you keep pulling. And eventually the thread finishes, the veins of arcane energy disappear, and in your hand you have a bolt of the finest silk you've ever seen. So I wasn't unravelling my armour, it's just... Just fine silk has come out of seemingly nowhere. (laughs) Do I see this? I'm thinking when we get back to Civil. Oh. Nope, I don't. No, he doesn't. Well, I would like to turn to show Bothrid and Dargon. And sort of dumbfounded, I'd sort of just point and then show him what's in my hand. And then a kind of wry smile comes over my face as I'm. I'm thinking I could get a pretty penny for this when we're back in civilization, and I put it in my bag of holding. Did that, uh, that come from your armor? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. It it seems to be the point of origin where I um, took that energy blast for the team. It, don't you forget? Um, but I don't know if it's my armor, my clothes. Either way. A valuable item is a valuable item. Yeah. Bothrid sort of cocks his head cocks his head to the side and looks at you. You become strange under <laughs> I've always been strange, Bothrid. Hmm. And he turns and continues walking towards Kirit. And I sort of mutter under my breath, says the man who talks to the bushes. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to get alien there. Just <laughs> something burst out of your chest. Yeah, I thought I'm dead, I'm fucked. Oh no, I also thought you might be a dick and I unravel my armour and my armour class then drops substantially and I fucking oh, die no. in my own forge. <laughs> that would be mean. That would be mean. So you all eventually catch up with Kirik, um, who is at the foot of the, the stairs that sort of lead up. And this staircase is, is vast. Um, the keep itself, you know, is, is huge. Um, as I said, there is no door. These stairs just purely lead up, and then what look, they lead into sort of the, the, court, uh, the keep's courtyard. So, I guess we're going in. <clears throat> what do you think we're going to find in there? I don't know. I don't like this place. It makes me very uneasy. 
Agreed. Dargon, old chum. Yes. One question I've never asked you. Your sword likes to kill the undead. Can it also sense the undead? <clears throat> I'll say this so I say this in my head. <clears throat> Dawnbringer. Can you sense undead? No, but I certainly enjoy destroying them. Yeah, that you do. <clears throat> I'm afraid not, my dear friend. Just <sighs> likes killing them. I was hoping we may have an advantage. I'm assuming this it's place is full of undead. The advantage you have, Ando, is that I am going first. Don't stab me in the You're back. You're searching the... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Searching the undead is something that you are looking for. I I can. I can do that. I have a, an affinity to death energy and things that have been dead and are no longer or that I kind of throw it throw this next bit. Things that yearn for death I can also sense this goes right over my head so <laughs> yeah. that, that veiled dig and um, I, I just have a feeling that <clears throat> what waits inside there is not living so keep your magical wits about you I will do I'll turn around and start making our way, I think. Okay, so Dargon makes his way. One step, two step. Kirik then follows. I've got the shield out. Bothrid follows, follows shortly after. As you all enter this courtyard, it is barren. There are some crumbling stones. Um, what looks like old statues, maybe. Um and a lot of what looks like almost explosion marks and then littered in this courtyard are what looks like sets of armour just discarded as you look up towards the far end of the courtyard you see the entrance to what looks like the main keep itself a huge great green golden stone door and in front of that stone door just off to the right is a statue um, what were the statues um, kind of the, the picking if we can make the make that out so the statue, statue that you see picking, as you it's not that statue in particular it's just the only one that was on uh, incarnate <laughs> when I was building this map um, but as you approach the door again around this area there are a lot of discarded pieces of armour um, and the statue as you look at it is it's quite tall and in place of arms it's or in place of hands 
they're all look like hammers. The face itself is misconstrued or just almost partially rotten away, partially um, fallen away. And again, is it, is it, is it like? Carry on. Sorry, uh, is is it like human or elven, or can we kind of discern there? Can't quite tell from from where you are. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Looking at the scorch marks, is there anything there that would? Um, we would know whether it was, you know, from magic or from other means. Maybe an arcana check. Fourteen. So as you look at these marks, you've seen spell damage before. Some of them certainly look like they are from some form of spell. Um there has clearly been a battle if not battles in this place as you look around at the various types of armour some's old, some is less old some looks relatively new what do we think there's no bodies in the armour there are no bodies only armour can I go and have a look at the the newest looking armour to see if I recognise any sigils or anything like that. Okay, well, I mean investigation check please. Oh, six. The armour itself just looks like basic plate armour. Um, you can't see any particular runes or, or sigils or markings on it. With with any of your senses, are you getting anything from this door? We have been defeated by two doors in the past couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) I would prefer to not just go knocking at this one. Does my poison and disease... uh, Is that kicking in at all? Nothing on that particular sense. Okay, cool. Um, I say no there's no poison no diseases but might be some magic I can't see that can't check that shall I see whether I can detect any so I detect uh, yep I detect magic cast detect magic Okay, as you sort of your eyes go milky white and you look around the area, the door itself glows white, glows green, glows a sort of orange and blue. Then as you look at the statue, has a bit of a golden sheen to it and again that green upon it 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That is magical. That and that bloody statue. What an inside Dargon. Well, what do you want? Mystery me? solved. I know. So <laughs> <laughs> Um at the mention of this I will uh, cast a real quick third level age. So uh everyone's hit points included Bothrids uh increased by ten. Oh yes. Does that nice. mean that I'm does that do anything with the hit points that I've lost this opening morning? Uh so this will be I will <laughs> double check. Um yeah, each points each each character's hit point maximum and current hit points increases by ten. Oh, cool. So both. Lovely. <clears throat> so you healed ten, and you get an extra ten on hit point maximum. Magic. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> so I will point out the fact that it looks like. <clears throat> All right. The door looks like it ain't gonna let trespassers through. <laughs> Probably gonna arm them. And. Uh, I definitely don't want anything getting through this. It's definitely enchanted. And I'm pretty sure it's got one other sting if we try anything. Also, that statue's glowing. So I think if we're not careful, that thing will attack us if we do something wrong here. Can I, can I invest... Can I like look at the armor to see if oh, the statue? Sorry, to see if it's any sort of uh, kind of constructs or it's any sort of uh, animated or anything. I don't know if I'll be able to see that. I'm going to say roll me an Arcana check with disadvantage. Sure. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that's uh, eight. As far as you can tell, despite knowing there is something magical about this, it just appears as a statue. An abnormal yep. statue, but a statue. Uh, and the door the handles on it, or like say again? Actual? Does the door have like handles or somewhere to push or pull? There are two, uh, two, two huge, great golden loop-type handles. Look like you could push on them. Are there any words or anything on it? No. Okay. Uh, is there anything else we see um, in the courtyard? Any other doors? Nope. I will say, um, looking at all, all three, I said, seems only fair. That was the last one last time. I'll be the first one this time. And I go and try to open the door. Okay. 
as you step forwards and place your hands on the door and push, it doesn't open. You step back. A couple of seconds go by. And then there is a voice on the wind. Remind me of the languages that you all speak. Uh, abyssal. Um, I can remember that we said that we would. We had that. And then common, giant, and uncommon. Uh, abyssal, common, orc, sylvan. I've got abyssal, common, elvish, sylvan. <laughs> we all speak uh, abyssal. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a, a voice behind the wind <laughs> and none of you can understand the language that it speaks <clears throat> a couple Where's more seconds that? pass and writing appears on the door but again none of you are able to decipher it and it's not the same rooms we've seen before on the doors in the cave. No. <laughs> okay. Can I investigate the statue to see if I see any any clues, buttons, levers, or anything like that, which may trigger the door? Okay, roll me an investigation check, please. Well, I'm... 14. Didn't so you those... go around. Carry on, Dalgon. Didn't those last doors need blood? Well, one of them did. Yes, but that was one of like Seems like we're a bit far away. Yeah. And and my only thought is oh, as Ander now sort of goes up to the statue and begins to look and touch the giant meteor comes out of the sky oh no he's falling guys as you now the place hands on the statue <laughs> one of the huge great hammer like hands connects onto your head and you take and I'm moving shit out of my way one two Three. You take twelve. No, yes, twelve points. Oh no, eighteen points of bludgeoning damage. Uncanny dodge, motherfucker! And I nice. need you to make me a Constitution saving throw, please. So we're going to say so we're going to say nine damage, yeah. Yeah, can uncanny dodge it. Cool. And then a con saving throw. Yeah. Cool. Might be about 15. You are now stunned until the end of your next. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, that's. <laughs> Roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> Cock and balls. Okay, 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 okay. 
I'm rolling a 13. So, Dargon. 17. 17, Ander was 13. Bothrig was 9. Fuck that totally. Oh, Kirik. 12. I'm actually in double digits. 12. Today. Nice. <laughs> as you now just hear this. As the statue now steps off its plinth. And then. I'm just going to go. Statue there. And then the armor around you. <laughs> Rises. Oh no! Oh <laughs> shit! How how many armors? Just four. Four pieces of armor now rise. Um, and actually, for that one, because it's what size is it? I know that's fine. That is just there. Every time I'll break that. <laughs> Is that every oh, time Danny so. just has to go and touch it? <laughs> no, no, every time that monster appears, like, always fall for it. Every single time. Um, and okay. first up is Dargon. <clears throat> so I have three around me? Ish. You have three-ish around, well, technically four around you if you're going by those distances. Um, well, yeah. Effectively, the party is surrounded by these floating pieces of armor now, um, and this now statue, which has just stepped forward off its plinth. Um. Uh, bum, bum, bum. I wasn't expecting that. <clears throat> uh, all right, I'm going to run up to the A northwest of me. Uh, yeah, that's A. Sorry, A A. So you're going to go there. Yep, um, and Booming Blade. Cool, so you cast Booming Blade. And as you swing for this. Hey, yep, no, just swing. Yeah. Uh, we use War Magic with this as well. Okay. So I don't think you have to declare that. I think that's just a feat you get, isn't it? Oh, cool. All right. Well, uh, unnatural yeah. 20 to hit. Okay. Roll damage. I'm just trying to remember. That's an additional 1d8 to it. So that is a 2d8. Why was there an additional 1d8 there? Boomy blade. blade. Ignore me. Trying to find there they are. <clears throat> uh, Thirteen points of damage, and that's uh, what is that? <clears throat> uh, 
11 points of Radiant, 2 of Thunder. Okay, roll me an extra d6. Yep. <clears throat> 3. Cool, so you deal as that additional strength that you felt from drinking the whiskey now <laughs> floods out of your, your biceps and you slam into this armour with, with Dawnbringer. You deal an additional three damage. Nice. Uh, can I? Uh, yep. So I can now swing again. Yeah. Yep. More magic. Oh, another twenty. Unnatural. Mhm. One d seven. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage as Dawnbringer just sing into it again, and you see bits of this armor just fly off, um, and whatever magical force is keeping it together sort of stutters and pieces shift and, and sort of begin to fall all over the place. Um, is it um, is it an is it an action to investigate what these things are? I always say checks are free, to be honest. So if you want to make a quick investigation well, check, I'll let you. Yeah. Or right. um, so you can either make an arcana check, or yeah, we'll say an arcana check, please. Yeah. Nineteen. So with a nineteen, uh, explain to me how you may have come across this information before. Uh, <clears throat> in the. I would know this from uh, the from my history of fighting off things around the temple that I used to look after. Some of the old things yeah, that cool. used to protect. So, and in that temple there were a significant number of artifacts and you'd seen this sort of thing before and you now understand that these pieces of armour are actually animated armour. There is a magical force which animates them into fighting okay I relay that to the group as I'm slicing into it second time quickly quickly here Dargon shout the armor's animated and we do are I over to do that being stunned yes you do, do. I stunned that? just means okay. Yeah, stun just means you sort of Whoa, shit can't move. I think you um, can make basic speech as well, like you, you know. Yeah. Help. <laughs> um, Ander, it is your turn. So I'm assuming Dargon doesn't want to move anywhere else. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to stay there. So being stunned means so you, I can't move. Uh, I can't, can't take move. an action. Uh, you can move. You just auto. So you can't move. You can take an action still, but you can't. Um, so you fail any strength and dexterity saving throws immediately. Because it says a stunned creature is incapacitated. And then when you look at incapacitated, it says an, inca- an incapacitated creature oh, yeah, can't yeah, take yeah, actions or reactions. So, so I yeah, will do can't sweet do anything. fuck all. Yeah. So you just sort of stand there. Thank you for keeping the DM on us, sir. Um, just sort of stand there, swaying slightly. 
from the sheer shock of this hammer hand that's just smacked into you. So I'm essentially lubing up and I'm ready for entry at this point, aren't I? Yep. <laughs> cool. And then... Well, I just quickly saw something out, sorry. Ignore that now. Um, so we're then over to Kirik. Okay. Um, seeing the situation, I am going to. Uh, there's more of us that there are. There's more of them that there are of us. So I will uh, kind of get my shield with one hand, press my holy symbol with the other, and I will cast Bane on um, the one engaged with the animated army engaged with Dargon. Uh, animated arm in front of me and the statue. So they all need to do do a no charisma saving throw. Sorry, didn't need to do that now. Uh, yes. So it's a big. It's yeah. just as I cast it. Cool. Make notes. Cool. So we said a. D and S, so charisma saving throw. That's a five, so it's a fail. Fails. Uh, the DC is 15. Sorry, pure set. Okay. Uh, D got minus two. Fail, and then the statue. Get a zero, they all fail. Yes. Cool. So that now means. So that's uh, That is uh, every time they make an attack or saving throw, they need to roll a d4 and subtract the number. Cool. Anything else? See, that means. Um, I will. Uh, no, I think I'm going to stay where I am. Um, yeah, I'll stay where I am. Cool. Bothrid is then up. Bothrid is going to move around to here. Or is he? Just looking at that. I'm going to say Bothrid is going to come over to just about here. He's going to pull out his javelin of lightning and speaks that strange language that nobody else understands. And you see sort of a shimmer run along the the shaft of the javelin as he then just chucks it um, sort of almost through C towards D. Um, So he's going to roll to hit on that. Big fat fuck all. So let me just read the. Kiri, did then. Uh, was the Bane an automatic or did they have to save? Sorry. I was trying to sort the attack out. Oh, they, they just save. They try to save, but now it just stays. Oh, cool. Cool. Until I draw. It's so a concentration I just... spell, so I. Yeah. And that was A, D, and C, was it? 
a uh, it was AD and AD and Oh, nice, cool. So as Bothrid throws the javelin, it just <laughs> out into this bolt of lightning. Um, so needs to make a dexterity saving throw. And just fails. I don't know why I've done that the hard way. Uh, no, I had to do that the hard way, didn't I? So that was two, three, four, five, six points of lightning damage to C. And then the bolt just whiffs past D and sort of the javelin twang against the door and then drops. And that will be his go. The statue then looking down at um, Ander. Interesting. Uh oh. Yeah, wouldn't have mattered anyway. So now I've just realised the statue itself has magic resistance, but still fails. Um, so it is then going to, with the huge great hammer hands again, it's going to swing twice at you. First one is a 21 to hit, the second one is a 15 to hit. Is that with a bane as well? That is a good point. First one is a 19. Second one is a 13. Thank Under. you, Under. <clears throat> 15, that does not hit, sorry. That was a 13 and so a 19, ni- wasn't it? 19 and a 13. Oh, 19. De- 19 will hit, yeah. 19 will hit, cool. So you then take... Uh, and I should have rolled them with advantage anyway, but we'll ignore it. Um, so you take eight. Uh, I can't do maths. Eleven. Round it down. Nineteen. Twenty-five bludgeoning damage as the second hand just smacks you. I need you to make a, another Constitution saving throw, please. Do you and because I'm stunned, I can't do. Un- you can't use uncanny dodge. dodge. Sheer constitution save and throw. Oh no, sorry, you're not stunned anymore because it was till the end of your. Let's see, you can use uncanny dodge. Oh, good. Uncanny dodge, so that'll be 13 instead of 25. But I've got to do the con save to see if I'm stunned again, and I've got a 14 again. So I'm stunned again. You're stunned. Yeah. I'm going to die. <laughs> The armour in front of um, Dargon now just sort of moves to almost raises up and aims to slam onto to Dargon. Almost through that other thing, misses, just totally whips past. Um, and then turns and tries to do it again for a 18 to hit. Uh, meets my armor glass. 
Bane, 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 Bane. 15 to hit. Misses. Misses. Bane. It's doing you some good here. Oh, yeah. So, B is then going to 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh no. He's just going to come <laughs> oh, no, behind Kirik there. He's <laughs> then going to try and okay. slam against you twice. So the first one is a natural 20. Oh. Uh, well, I will deny the effect of the natural 20. Thank you very much. Whatever that is, don't, <laughs> don't, there, don't ever, ever get rid of that. Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> uh, so that's six bludgeoning damage. The second one comes in and is a four. Uh, so that's an eight to hit. So, uh, Nate misses. So, four damage on the first one. Uh, so, sorry, that was six cool. damage on the first one. Six damage on the first one. Yeah, six uh, damage cool. total. Cool, cool, um, cool, cool. C is then going to try and do the same to Kirik. So, I think C is not under the Bane Ooh. effect. So, misses with the first one, misses with the second one. And then D is going to float on over to here and is going to attack. And uh, this does have Bane. Yay! So it was a natural one. Cool I can do about it. You get advantage Nothing. though, mate, because I'm stunned. 20. Yeah, I know, I know. Why are you stunned uh, again? Because I failed the con save. <laughs> Again. <laughs> no, just... so that's a 24 to hit. No, sorry, 23 to hit. Of course that hits. So that is then 5 bludgeoning damage with the first attack. Second one coming in. Unnatural 20. So you take an additional 5 points of bludgeoning damage as well. So, so 10 points of bludgeoning that. damage in total. Yeah. Back to the top of the round, Dargon. Oh dear. Um. Oh crap. Oh, uh, Matt, I need to roll a Constitution saving throw for Bane. Concentration. Yeah. Uh, I roll. I think that that saves. I rolled a. Uh, uh, 19. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, Bane uh, is still going. Yep. How, how does Booming Blade work on, on my next round? Does it just take the damage again? Or does it only when it moves now? It's only when it, when moves. it moves, I believe. Only when it moves. Cool. All right. <clears throat> is it counted moving if you kick it? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not gonna if do it. you try and force no. it backwards, then technically. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's a lot easier to just. Well, hopefully, it just hit. Um, yeah, I am going to go for just a straight double attack. Okay. In fact, I'll just roll twice if that's right. Yeah, 27 for 24. Say again, sorry. 27 and 24. So basically yeah, just I'll both hit. Yeah. Lovely. Twenty-one points of damage for the lot. 
It allows you just to swipe. And that second hit just twang. The armor just almost like explodes. Just pieces of metal and, and bits of leather go flying all over the place. Um, as that one is gone. Alright. that. Okay, can I get to the square underneath Ander? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Lovely. Cool. That's your go. Um, yep. just one second. Bonus action. Yeah, I'm gonna bonus action this. Can I do it once per short rest? Yeah, second wind. <clears throat> what was that? Oh Christ! Second wind grants you health back, doesn't it? No, that's state You can endurance. regain damage. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Where is it then? Hang on, I've got something. I know action, I think, I think action you mean surge. action third. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, you yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, so <laughs> let's cast action do... surge. That gives me another action, is it? Yeah, it's a full, full another action, so you can do two new attacks if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Fighters, man. Fighters are cool. Indeed. Yeah. Mm. Or do I do Thunder Wave? Oh, no. <laughs> the stuns will fail the save automatically. Okay, yeah, I won't do that. <laughs> oh. I know I stabbed you, but come on. <laughs> okay. Uh... Oh, no. Mm. I'm just glad you asked first. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, two attacks at uh, at D. Okay. Twenty-three and twenty-seven. Both hit. I hate math. 22 damage. In total? Yeah. Well, as you just swipe twice at D, and again, bits of metal and armor fly off, but there is still enough of this armor left um, to at least mount uh, an attack. And uh, sort of stands there swaying slightly for a second, and then shakes his head and eventually comes out of it. Kirik. Back in the room. Mm. I'm going to try something weird um, can I move up I'm going to get where to uh, north uh, 10 feet you want to move there you will invoke an attack of opportunity so that will be 22 to hit fuck there that hits you're rolling like that a beast. Four points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, that's not too bad. You're good on your hits. Not too bad. Uh, cool. Uh, and then I'm going to Sacred Flame D. Oh, oh. Nice. Uh, so that is uh, Dex 
dexterity saving throw, which is baned, so we get the, the d4 as well. It will indeed. So, d. Dexterity saving throw. Yep, okay. Uh, minus two. No, no, hang on. Wee. Minus one. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Six, nine points of radiant. That's this black smoke-like energy just forms around. Uh, black flames lick across uh, the armor and then dissipate, and the armor sort of sags. It's just sort of swaying around whatever the energy is that's keeping it up. is It's clearly sapped almost at this point. Bothrid okay. is going to... Anything else you want to do in your turn, sorry? Uh, I'll be it. Nope. Cool. So Bothrid at this point, having just missed with the javelin, just growls, goes into a rage, and then is going to... You see his claws grow again, and he just swipes. Shit, when I'm not hitting the mic. Mm. Um, getting overexcited as a DM there. Swipes at C. Oh, so close to being a natural 20 and misses. And that's his go. <laughs> <laughs> fucking useful today, Bothra. Fucking isn't he? representing, and that's about it. <laughs> At least he had a fucking go. I'm just stood there. Yeah, <laughs> so again, this statue looks down at you under and just strikes twice before uh, at you. Um, You're no protection? longer stunned. Oh yeah, so that's disadvantage now, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I got next year. <laughs> so the lowest one is a nine, minus four is a five to hit. So that'll miss. Second one also misses. Nice. So just Dargon steps in and you see Dargon's shield just almost loop over the top of you and just boom, boom, blocks these two hammer blows as they come in. Be at this move, point. Big move. Not liking that Kirik has just fucked off from him. He's going to float back up. <laughs> and he's going to attack twice. Two slams. Uh, that was a jack die. So again. So that is... An 18 and a 11. Okay, so the first one hits, the second one misses, yep. and I'm going to use the reaction of my shield. Okay. Wrath of the Raven Queen. Uh, Do you want to explain so, to everybody what that does? That's the first time we've been used. Yeah. Oh, uh, as, as it kind of hits me with the second one and then goes to hit with this... Hit me with the first one, goes to hit with the second, and I just pull my shield up, and as it impacts, there's this kind of fire that travels from the arm to the head and kind of just stays there, pulsing in the head of the statue. Um, and it will do... Ooh, uh, that's 19 points of, um, of necrotic. That was a 10 and a 9. 
<laughs> on the D10s. <laughs> so you still take the hit. I still, I still take the first. So you take yeah, four points of bludgeoning damage, and then you sort of swing your shield around, and you see the rest of you sort of just see the glow of the the ruby eyes, and then this black flame must reach along the the armor. <laughs> As part of the armor melts, part of the leather burns away. Um, this armor is not looking particularly good at this point. Yay for homebrew items. <laughs> That's cool. Very cool. C is then going to try and slam Bothrid once. And misses because of Bane. And is then going to try and slam Dargon. Natural 20. How does Bane work on a natural 20? Um, good question. Um, I think it's, I think it's still... still tra- yeah, it's yeah, still, I think it's still, still it's 18. Uh, right, um... Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, here we go. For all yeah, the players, stronger. find out how... Bane is stronger, so Bane trumps yeah, Bane natural 20. Yeah. So that will be an 18 to hit you, Dargon. Nice. So it it hits, but presumably isn't a crit anymore? It's not a crit, but it will hit. Kirik, I'm going to kiss you later. <laughs> <laughs> so you take seven points of bludgeoning damage as this armor just slams into you. Oh, no. Uh, sorry, that's my bad. Um... I think twenty. I think twenty trumps everything. Uh, I thought a natural twenty would have trumped everything. Yeah, I'm just on the player's handbook. Oh, rolling. Yeah, 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 yeah. If the d20 natural twenty, twenty the attack attack hits regardless of any modifiers or the target CC. Cool. I've just read it. Yeah, so Bane and Bless cannot affect natural twenties. And I can't. Oh, no. I already used my reactions. So I can't stop that. Sorry, Dargon. That is an extra three points of bludgeoning damage. Sorry, say so how much that total is. Then. So that was um, ten points of bludgeoning damage in total. Okay. Cool. D is then going to try and slam Ander twice. And, and in fact, I need to have done Bane on C anyway, because it's D that's under Bane, not C. So I rolled the exact same thing on both attacks, which is a 14. So 12, 16 for the first, and 15 for the second. Nope. Both miss. Yep. Both miss, so it just sort of slovenly just tries to slam you twice. Dargon, over to you, mate. So I've got C and D beside me. Yeah. Uh, that will be... Uh, booming Blade at D. Cool. Uh, 16 to hit. Okay. Um, I'm not going to ask you to roll damage. Lovely. Because you have to roll two die, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so regardless of what you roll, <laughs> <laughs> is Dargon just 
swings at this armor. D just crumples. That was a little overkill. <laughs> anyway, that gives me another attack at C, I believe. Mm-hmm. If you use your war magic, yeah. Or because of war magic. Oh, natural 20! Uh, yeah, so. Oh, wow. All really high as well. Uh, da, 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 da. Twenty-one points of damage. You Dawn. see Dawnbringer flare as you just thrum and take off a huge chunk of this armor, and it floats, sways. Uh, the helmet almost shakes, but it is still there. Just. I've used. Yeah, I think that's unfortunately everything I can do. Cool. Yeah. And uh, finally. Can I have a go? Please. <laughs> <laughs> can I play? Can I play? <laughs> I. Is it me? <laughs> I'm going to attack the statue because he's stitched me right up. So I'm going to two-handed attack with my longsword. Hang on, I'm not to hit first. I need to hit. Uh, nine to hit. Well, not hit as your as the blade just into the stone and bounces off I will then can I use the lucky point to roll that again yep I will allow that this time yeah sorry right 19 to hit that'll do the job Wee. 200 swing with 10 slashing damage now I'm assuming this is a construct this statue is it the reason I ask is if it's a construct a plant or an undead I don't get to add the necrotic damage so as the blade bites in and sort of chips away some of the stone of this statue you hear the blade going no blood Mm, you disappoint meander and the necrotic damage does not take effect and then uh, I will disengage and I will move as far as I can to the right your movement speed 30 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 so you're just there Cool. Kirik. Um, seeing that this armor didn't like what I did last time, I'm going to then grab onto my holy symbol and then kind of um, take my hand and wave it in the air and I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on it. Um, nice. And you just so... hear this doom sound of bells. Yep. 
Needs to do a wisdom saving throw, please. I on B. That's an eight. That is going <laughs> to fail. Um, is it already damaged? Yes. So that's two. No, that's two D twelves. Fuck. That's a twelve, and <laughs> that is a. Uh, uh, so that's another nineteen points of necrotic. <laughs> so as this Dolores spell. You just see the armor shake and crumple to the floor. Uh, what next? Uh, that's not I love that what next. That'll be most people's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think I've any. I don't think I've got any reactions that I, or any bonus actions that I can use. Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna take my, uh, just gonna grab my mace and turn towards the statue. Cool. Do so you turn shield and mace at the ready? Cool. And I'll stay here. Bothrid, having already missed once, again, claws just begin to lengthen on his hands. And he misses again. Bothered <laughs> oh, is rolling like a tool tonight. <laughs> so the statue at this point is going to take one step forward and is going to swing twice at Dargon. Does the statue have Bane? Yes. So the first one misses because it's a one. Uh, well, it's no, yeah, it's a one because I rolled a four on the d4. Um, second attack is twenty on natural. Yep. Nope. Come on. So you take. 26 points of bludgeoning damage. Holy moly! And I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Uh oh. Ooh, 18. Nice. You managed to, even though this hammer comes in and smacks you you sort of manage to shake off the stunning effects let out a little growl she then turned to face thank god for a plus six this creature <laughs> see at this point is gonna turn to Bothrid and is gonna try and slam him twice so it's only now the statue with Bane effects Miss. 12, 16 to hit will hit Bothrid. So he takes 8 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, 
Back round to top, Dargon. <clears throat> oh, I've had enough of this. <clears throat> and everyone knows what's coming. That'll be Thunderwave at level two. What's the range on Thunderwave? Uh, it's a 15 foot cube. Is that seven foot either side? I'm gonna say that just just catches Bothrid. That's fine. Five, seven. Yeah, <laughs> so that'll just catch Bothrid. <laughs> It'll be alright. It'll be fun. <laughs> okay, so Thunderwave is a what saving throw? Uh, it's a constitution. Con twelve. Constitution saving throw. So the statue first. Uh, well, it's got advantage, but the first one was a natural twenty, so Bollocks. it saves. Um, C then Constitution saving throw fifteen saves. Oh, saves. Bothrid. <laughs> Oh, roll shit for Boffred, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, how convenient. You got a three. Eight. I, I can take a picture of it if you want. Oh, Sick. man. So. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> 16 points of damage to Boffred. Thunder <laughs> crackles out. <laughs> Boffred just sort of. <clears throat> Does he also get thrown backwards? Yeah, it's ten feet. So Bothrid yeah. is actually going to disappear off the map slightly back here. <laughs> as he flies backwards. Um, and the ones that save take half damage. Yeah. So the armour itself sort of manages to withstand the brunt, but then just crumples. It, there's just too much energy oh, nice. there. Um... And the statue itself just sort of barely moves. <sighs> Anything else you wish you'd done your turn, Dargon? Do not believe I can make another attack, I don't think. Um, but I will. Oh no. How does second wind work? Can you use it now? Yeah, that basically just gives you health points back. Yeah, it just says you can use it as a bonus action, so I can use that. Yeah, so you, you, yeah, you get a bonus action per turn. Cool, I'm going to do that. So you roll 1d12, I think it is. 1d10. Uh, 1d10, yeah. 10 yeah. plus fighter level, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. So 15 points back. I need that. Nice. Nice. Cool. Uh, and uh, Right, I'm going to try something there. So, you know where the the picture of the statue's head is? Yes. If I move into that square, if I cast Earth Tremor, which is a 10-foot area range, so 10-foot range, 10-foot area, would that be the four squares that... What type of area? It just says area. Is that a cube? So... It just says you cause a tree to, yeah, 
you cause a tremor in the ground within range and each creature in That's that area. Doesn't say it's a cube. So it's just 10 feet around you. So I was thinking, okay, so I need to move, do I need to move closer then? So I was thinking, no, 10 foot diagonally in a circle almost. Yeah, I will, I will say for the sake of this, just based on the diagonals, I'll allow it. Okay, so the statue has to be a dex 13. And this is a spell, yes? Yep. So it's well, the natural one and a seven as it gets advantage. Um, so it's a six in total. Nice. So you will take two d six bludgeoning damage, which came out as ten, and okay. you're also and knocked damage. prone. Oh, as the no. statue just <laughs> falls over. Anything else you wish to do on your turn? It also says if the ground is loose earth, it becomes difficult terrain. Not quite. For one minute. Okay. It's sort of stone. I will... Is there anything else I want to do? No, mm, oh, that's, that's not a bonus one. No. Cool. No. Kirik. Statue is now prone on the floor. Do I know oh, it's I could have got Say again. Do I know it's a construct? Currently no. You've not made any other checks to identify it. Uh yes, because nobody's identified the statue. No. Could I you try? The Make an Arcana check with me. Yep, I say Arcana uh, checks are, are free. Uh, that's a, a, I think that's a twenty. Yeah, that's an unnatural twenty. Cool. So with this, drawing on your knowledge of what you've learned in the various libraries and sort of not just the studies of Nihilin, but studies of magic, studies of divine energy, you begin to recognise the signs, and you sort of now twig. This is a type of golem. Okay. Um, with that, sorry, with that kind of easy to understand. Yeah, so it is a construct. You know, it's a construct, and and judging by its appearance, you you quickly surmise that this is a hammer-handed golem. Okay. Um, I'm going to move up to it with my mace of smithing, and I'm going to try and hit it. A mace of smithing or mace of smiting? Smiting, sorry. <laughs> uh, mace of smithing would be just as fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, advantage? Yes, because it's prone. You're going to be fucking kidding me. Um, that would be a 14 to hit. Well, miss even though it's laying down Kirik just dung, hits the floor next to it 
three and the seven on the dice. Um, Not very used to this old uh, close combat thing, are you, uh, Garrett? Not quite. Um, cool. I guess I'll... Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna... Stay put. Okay. Cool. So Bothrid then shakes off the effects of the thunder wave uh, and raging. Okay. 10, 15, 20, 25. I think he's got slightly more than that. He's got 40, so he's going to move up to there. And basically now Sorat and this statue on all sides. He is going to pull out his longsword. Hit with the first one. Natural 20. Hits with the second. Finally. So that is two handed. So 2d9 plus 2. So that's 13. And it did the crit for me. Yeah. It did. Nice. And then the second one. Uh, so that's 18 points of damage in total. As he just wails on this column, as you now know it to be. And just do you get any additional just take chunks of stone pluses for the for the flanking rule? Uh, it would have just been a plus one to hit. So oh, okay, they hit anyway. The golem then hammers fists down, stands up, looks around it, and basically just swings outward, one towards Kirik, one towards Bothrid. Still with Bane. So the one towards Kirik is a 27 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. And the one towards Bothrid is an unnatural 20 to hit. So Kirik, when I can get my dice, you take... Can you change dice? They're doing yeah. really well. <laughs> Seven plus. You take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Bothrid then takes 18 points of bludgeoning damage. I need you both to make con saving throws, please. Or. Oh. Lucky. Um, I rolled uh, 12. Uh, so you are stunned. And I need to... As, look on Matt's face as is... Bothrid rolled a 2. Yeah. Uh, and I need to roll a um, concentration as well. Yes. Ooh. Concentration was an 8. So Bane's gone. So Bane is now gone. Did you see the statue shake slightly? And we are then around to the top to Dargon. Oh, I've just seen both your mates get slammed from either side. Uh, trouble is, I just don't trust your uh, don't trust your dice at the moment. <laughs> Told you I warmed him up and rolled no natural 20s. 
so far I've had three, one of which okay, has been so denied. If I, ca- if I cast something now, how it, uh, can I use war magic anyway? That means that I can cast a spell and a so. War magic, I think, means that if you uh, cast a yeah, no, cantrip, yeah. when you cast a cantrip, you can make one weapon attack, so it has to be a cantrip. Yeah. So oh, you can cast Jesus. sword burst. Yeah. That's going to hit everyone else, though, next to me, isn't it? Yep. Uh, right. Booming blade. I'll be all right, though. No, it's got to be booming blade. It's got to go for it. It's all right. Cool. I wanted to do something cool, but it was very unlikely to succeed. Uh, what am I doing now? Sorry, I'm rolling the wrong thing. Roll that. Oh, fucking natural one. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you see Dargon swing and sort of spin as he just totally misses. Dazed slightly. Um, I mean, that means I can't even use my second attack. Nope. <sighs> uh, well, sorry, you still cast a cantrip. I don't think it matters whether you've hit or not. As part of an action. So, when you use an action to cast a cantrip, you can make one weapon attack as a bonus action. So you've cast a cantrip, so you can still attack with it. You can have a second attack. Alright. 18. One hit. Oh, right. Unfortunately, without the booming blade. Oh, that might... That is 10 points of damage. Nice. Thornbringer just cuts in and you sort of, sort of heat, see the stone heated as it just slices through. Ander, onto you, mate. I am going to just sneak attack the statue from behind. Okay. So, uh, 16 to hit. Will not hit. Ah, fuck. Bugger. That's that out of the window, doesn't it? So, I will then, as a bonus action... Did you use your plus one for flanking there? No, so that'd be a 17. Will hit. Does that hit? Oh, yes. Look at that. that. You've made up for all of them natural 20s now. The DM is kind. Oh, happy with that. So, 200 swing. <laughs> 13 slashing damage. You might take another chunk of stone out, tink. And then. 10 sneak attack. 10 sneak attack. And as a bonus action, I will give Bardic Inspiration to who's next? Kirik. Kirik is next in the... How are you uh, giving Bardic Inspiration? Oh, I can't, because... Yeah. Oh, bonus no, actions next. that can hit. Yeah. But it's weather. This might be your call. So it's a, a creature within 60 feet that can hear me. They will gain inspiration, but... If I have to play my flute, I can't because I've just used my weapon two-handed. If I can do it with my voice, then I can. You can use your voice. You are a bard. Okay. I didn't know if I needed to... That was that was your call you there, so all right then. So I will um, 
sort of just la, 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 la. and boom Kirik's got bardic inspiration he is next up in the uh, order I can't move because I'm stunned <laughs> <laughs> but can he use that so on his Kirik. can't save him there is no there is no saving throw but I think he gets that bardic inspiration now for his next whatever so it lasts what for 10 hours. minutes didn't think that through did I yeah so bardic inspiration uh, you get 1d6 for the next 10 minutes cool to um, add on to whatever so, trick you on yeah so then Kirik sort of shakes it off um, Bothrid 2 shakes it off the golem now yep. having been surprised by Ander turns and just <sighs> two strikes on Ander's head or attempts to anyway no longer under the bane effect nope a natural 20 and a 14 I will use my reaction <laughs> he fucking hates <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. If I, I was stunned, I'm not going to die through the wall then. <laughs> but I'm no longer stunned. That's good. You are no longer stunned. So you take yeah. 6, 10, 11, 17 points of bludgeoning damage, and I need you to make a con saving throw. So what happens when he, nulli- oh, so he, when he nullifies the natural 20? It just doesn't double it. Is that it's just mean? normal, normal damage, yeah. 14, did you say? That would have been 14, 17. Well, 14, 17. Oh, uh, so either way. 6, 10, 11, 14. Uh, no, sorry, 17. Yeah, you can. And can I dodge? Seven. Yeah. Good. Indeed. Just kept me alive. Back to the top of the round. Dodge on. Right. Doesn't sorry. Doesn't Ander have to do a con? Oh, con save. Yes, he does. Yeah. Sorry. Oh fuck. Oh, if you fail. Oh, <laughs> really bad now. Six. <laughs> oh, so, so does that mean I couldn't actually do my uncanny dodge then? So I've got to add the damage back on. No, so no, I've been no, 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 Before fine. I got the chance. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you do uncanny dodge as it's happening but you still get hit so uncanny dodge is like oh shit that's going to hit me and I'm going to move slightly but it still hits me okay. so then you once you get concussion once, you're, you're more likely to get it again yeah. <laughs> bloody hell <laughs> Jeez, so you, do, you do see Andrew just sort of manage to slide sidestep but the, the, <laughs> the hammer just cracks into his shoulder and he's just sort of oof, dazed Dargon. Uh. <clears throat> Moves cat. Yeah, sorry, just automatic move cat. <laughs> <laughs> trying to read, trying to read a sheet here. No, no, That's your bonus action, action done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free action. Yeah. Bonus action. Move the cat. Uh, <laughs> Okay, booming blaze. <laughs> booming blade there again. We go twenty six to hit. Will hit. <clears throat> so that is eight points of radiant damage. 
seven points of thunder damage. And I... So that was eight points of radiant damage. Yes. Seven points of thunder. That's fine. So total damage uh, is 15, yep. Yep. Roll again. Or as you now take a chunk out. And the rock, as the amount of times you've cut into it now, the rock is beginning to melt slightly under the heat of that radiant blade. Roll again. Only now. 25. Jesus. 25 will hit. 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. Again, you just start chopping into this again. Anything else you wish to do on your turn? Um, nope, you say that. Cool. Hander, you're stunned. <laughs> just sort of shake it off. Uh, Kirik. Uh, since I've got the knowledge of it being a golem, would I know that it's got some sort of resistance to magic as well? Yes. Uh, okay. Um... I'm going to. Uh, uh, I'm going to hold my action until. Gamble. I'm going to hold my action until Ander hits it. Um. And the action I'm okay. going to hold is Path to the Grave. I'll channel Divinity, so I grab onto my... Um, I kind of put my mace away. I grab onto my holy symbol, look at Ender, and tell him, uh, bring everything you've got. And I just kind of just see the, energy, the like necrotic energy appear on my hand, and I just hold it there. And Ander, as he says this, you just see the black smoke-like flames begin to lick around Kirik's hand. There's no pressure. Who is... Here comes a one. I think I stated I stunned. With his longsword, he's going to swing twice. Misses with the first one. Hits with the second... Nice. We need to give both of his bacon and eggs in the morning. Okay, now. Seven points of damage as his longsword just bites into this creature. The golem then, still looking at Ander, who is no longer stunned, raises up. <sighs> Ander's more than five oh, feet away from me, isn't he? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So. 
first one is a 17, second one is a 16. First Only one, hits. one of them hits. Yeah. So you take 6, 7, 8, 15, 21 points oh, of bludgeoning no. damage. Can I uncanny dodge it uh, again? Yes. So that'll be. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. 11. That will points. be 11 points of damage. That's good. Jesus. Ooh, make me a constitution saving throw. So I'm on 9 hit points now, thank god. That was close. Constitution's. Oh my god, I rolled a 1 on the con save. <laughs> you are mega. Star. I knew I should have. I knew I should have waited for Dargon instead of that. Uh, damage. <laughs> Before we went live, My, we energy. were talking about yeah. planning backup characters. I wish I'd have done that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the energy, the energy of my office all just dissipates now. Just yeah, just <laughs> Dargon. Uh, it's been working well for now. Come on then. Is the booming blade still working on him. Technically, he just isn't moving. No, because so he's I... got the booming blade cast on him. So you can't cast it multiple times. You've cast it once. And if I cast sword burst, I'm going to hit everyone else, aren't I? Yep. Actually, do I hit everyone? Else? Is, it, or is, is it every creature? Uh, you will hit Kirik, Bothrid, and I just haven't used it enough. It's a five foot radius, isn't it? Uh, each creature within get, range. Yeah, fine. Yeah. I think you choose. <sighs> each creature within range. Yeah, right. Just two. Two, you. two straight attacks. 22 to hit. That'll hit. Ah, I'll roll for the second as well. 14 to hit. Well, not hit. Ah. So that is 14 points of damage. And still bringing a slice is another molten slash across the golem. And then now well, shakes off again, stumbling around slightly. You've got blood trickling out of your mouth, various bruises, and just your shoulder looks like it might be dislocated. Um, you're, you're not looking great, mate. Kirik. Okay, um, I'm going to move up uh, around the statue towards Ender. Uh, so I will say, oh, I need to go up the pedestal. That, that's a plinth, so you can climb over it. Sure. I'm going to say that'll yeah, take that. 10 feet of movement to do that square. That's fine. Okay. And, and then you're sort of on, on top of it, so slightly above now. Um, um, I'll, um, I'll, put, I'll put my hand on his shoulder, kind of, or step down and put my hand on his shoulder. I'm going to cast second level kill wounds. Ooh. Oh, not bad. Um, 
17 points. 17 hit points you gain. I can only regain half. Can only regain oh, half. Oh, you... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A bloody storm. So that's nine. <laughs> that is nine. <laughs> angry. So you got um, 18 ooh, hit points. Good point. Do I do I notice that he's not kind of like gaining all my so energy? So as you put your hand on his shoulder and you feel that sort of again that black flame sort of energy bleeds along your hand and into his shoulder, something is definitely not right, and it's almost like the he resists part of that magic, you know, part of that divine energy. You manage to sink some in, but somewhere. Something's just not connecting. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, that's my turn. Cool. Bothry is going to wait to get it now. He's going <laughs> to swing once, misses, swings twice, natural 20. Hey. Eight damage. Oh, wow. Oh. Was that doubled as well? That was the, well, that's the dice damage, yeah. So, eight damage. Um, as he just chips away again. He's find a new NPC. <laughs> the <laughs> golem now sees both Ander and Kirik and sort of yes. swings down on top of Ander and punches forward towards Kirik. So, Ander first. 21 to hit. Yeah. Twenty-three points of bludgeoning damage. Am I still stunned? No. I'm kind Until of the end of your next turn. So, so twelve. Didn't I? Yeah. Twelve points of bludgeoning damage. Make me a con save. I'm on six now. Can I use a lucky point to get advantage on this? Yes. Because I'm rolling shit with my con saves. Oh, I've got an 18 on that one. I'll roll again. Okay, so you are not stunned. Kirik. 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Look at his sad face. <laughs> you take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, I thought it was going to be I need you to make... gonna... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 19 points uh, of bludgeoning damage, and I need you to make a con saving throw. Uh, 14. You are stunned. That punch just catches you in the midriff. <laughs> you spout a little bit of blood. Yeah, I'm not looking great. Can I try and catch that blood on the sword? Would that be an action? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say you use your reaction for this round. Make me a dexterity check, please. What? Or a slight hand check, either way. Full on Darth Vader, you are. Slight of hand or what? Slight, it's dexter, well, dexterity, slight of hand, so slight of hand check. 
Oh, fucking hell, I rolled a one. Seven. No worries. So you see this blood and you hear the blade in your, your mind. Yes. Catch it. Catch it. And you just miss. You idiot. <laughs> the sword is just rethinking every decision now. Yeah. <laughs> You sounded a bit like a Ren from Ren and Stimpy. I'm like, Stimpy, you idiot! <laughs> um, Danny, I've just messaged you, but you now feel a, a slight twinge in your hand. You take one point of damage. <laughs> you didn't need to message me if you just said it out loud, did you? I know. I was, I was sitting there thinking I've messaged you, but do you know what? No, we're going to say this out loud. You take one point of damage. Oh. Cool. Dargon. Uh, this, is, this is when I kind of be one of these ones where you just go, and now I want to rage, but I can't. <laughs> uh, I will, however, sorry, Bothrid, do sword burst. Okay. <clears throat> Well, 25 to hit. Uh, I think that's a dexterity saving throw, isn't it? Ah, uh, it is, yes. So, going to use so... that for my action after that, then. My sword swing afterwards. Hold, hold, yeah. hold, hold, hold. So, dexterity saving throw. 11. It's fails. Okay, and then Bothrid... Rolled a natural one. Um, so he is going to take double damage. Brilliant. He's an idiot. Way <laughs> <laughs> oh. natural ones work, David. <laughs> oh. um. Alright, damage. Off that. Oh man. Jesus Christ. That's a ten. Ten. So Bothra takes 20, 20 points of damage, points of damage. as these blades just <laughs> and pierce them all over. Um, the creature failed as well, didn't it? Yep. So it takes 10 points of damage. Just ting, yep. ting, 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 blades bite into it. Now you can use that as a hit if you'd like. I would love to. I will let you do that. Thank you. 25. So. Rock damage. 11 points of damage. Cool. You bite into this creature again. And at this point, the, the stone itself is just beginning to melt and drip more and more and more as um, you keep cutting in and the chips that have taken out uh, been taken out by the other characters and sort of the chunks it hasn't, uh, it hasn't moved or anything it's not going to get booming blade or anything not moved it hasn't needed to yeah cool Ander you are not stunned for the first time I will oh is he engaged with me he's me technically engaged with you and Kirik, yes based on the last move oh yeah so I can use my last lucky point to gain advantage to do the sneak attack anyway because he is engaged with somebody else I'll let you have that 
will I? No, I'm not going to let you have that. I'm going to be a bit harsh on that one because technically he's punching you and Kirik at the same time. But I can deal 3d6 damage on a sneak attack with if I attack with a finesse or a ranged weapon, if I have an advantage on the attack roll, but I don't need advantage okay. if he's yep, engaged yep, with somebody yep, yep, else. Yep. Cool. So you've gained advantage and you're going to do sneak attack. I'll take that. Yeah. Nice. Or, right, playing devil's advocate with myself, I wouldn't have to use a luck. I don't think I can use a lucky point because that's re rolling. I'd have to use my point of inspiration, wouldn't I? Yeah, because the lucky point can't use someone else. Engage with someone else. But he's engaged with Amber at the same time. as well. So I can't use my lucky point because lucky point is re rolling. So I'd have to use my point of inspiration. So I'm going to do that. So I'm going to sneak attack him, so I'm going to come at him with my Blood Blade 18 to hit. Just, just oh. hit. With 10 slashing damage. Yeah. Can't do the necrotic damage because he's a bloody statue. 12 sneak attack damage. How do you want to do this? Oh, come oh, on, you bastard! Oh my God. <laughs> so, I am literally. How tall is he? Is he he's big, isn't he? He's uh, slightly taller than Dargon now, as it stands on so the floor. The equivalent of what would be a kidney stab. <laughs> so you sort of almost jump and just sink. And the blade resists sinks into the stone and then the stone just crumbles around as it crumbles you hear a whisper and that's it you're out of combat Timiel. Timiel. How's that spelled? T I M I E L. That was close. How's everyone doing? That. Uh, I'm just going to slump to the floor now. <laughs> you two look like shit. Bothrid also slumps. <sighs> Takes a shaking breath. Shakes his head, comes out of his rage. Walk up to the door. Uh, 
I look up at it and say Timoel and see what happens nothing happens um I look around okay. to see if there's uh, any I'm going more to... um yeah just now, now that we know that it could well be some pieces of armor and stuff I'm looking around to see if there's anything else nothing seems to move it's gone back to that stillness that eerie deafening silence all you hear now is sort of the panting and the <sighs> your comrades as they breathe having come very close to dying there and natural abilities saving them somewhat uh, so I'll walk back over and either you want a potion of healing uh, yeah give it to Andy he, he looks like he needs it more than any of us Andrew, at this uh, point, can I have some more his shoulder oh, is most certainly <laughs> popped out and, and dislocated um, his face is just a mess of cuts and welts uh, and walking or sort of sat hunched over having been pummeled by a stone golem so Bothrid <clears throat> struggles up and holds out his hands and his hand shakes and as it shakes ten berries appear in his hand and he just holds them out to you under eat I'm gonna good I'm gonna take all ten he nods and actually almost shoves them into your mouth you regain ten hit points did you give me a healing Uh, potion I gave you when I can find it which ones have I got oh there they are yes I gave you a superior healing potion who who rolls for it Uh, we either doesn't really matter Roll 8d4 plus 8, Ander. So you see Dargon just spit the cork out and just almost shove it into your mouth as you then... As you do that, I grab your shoulder, pop it back into place. (laughs) You'll thank me later. Five points. How much? 25, I'm back up to 40. Back up to 40. Nice. That will do, yeah. How's how's uh, Bothrid doing? Bothrid's not looking, looking great. He's uh, well below half. Fourteen hit points left. Oh dear. Um, he, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna drop a kill wounds on him. Okay. First level. 
that's nine points of healing. As you place your hand on, uh, or you reach out, and that energy goes towards Bothred, and some of the cuts begin to heal up. He's still not looking great, but slightly better. And then I'm going to turn to um, Dargon and I'm going to say, um, What did you see when you looked for magic? definitely saw an abjuration protective magic over the door. Did I also see a green hue from the door? Just remind me. Yes. Green hue. <clears throat> I also saw an enchantment from the door. Is it still there now? The statue is dead. Uh, that's a good point. Have I still got the tech magic? Hang on a minute. Bear with. Tech magic lasts for. I think it's ten minutes, isn't it? Yeah, you've you've definitely still got that on. So yeah, you see. It's concentration. Do it. Concentration. I have taken damage. Do I need to roll for it? Yeah, let's roll for it. Just to be on yep. the safe side. I can remember what I saw. Uh, so, 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 what do I need to roll? What do I add? Sorry. Con saving throw, I think. Con saving throw. Oh yeah, twenty-one. Um, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so I say <clears throat> the door had enchantment on it, and I do believe that the door also had the blue yellow. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Bear with me. <clears throat> so it had green. Yep. And yes. Uh, blue and yellow. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, had, and also uh, white. Yeah, and white. <clears throat> and there was definitely some sort of uh, evocation manipulation going on here. <clears throat> so, now I'm looking at the door. I'm seeing... Insert DM note here. <laughs> <laughs> you still see the, the glowing white... Uh, the ebb and flow with oranges and blues, and then that almost gloss over of glee, uh, green. Nothing's changed on the door, I'm afraid, lads. I am going to move up to the door. Okay. I'm going to place my hand on the door itself. Okay. And I'm going to cast Dispel Magic. Sweet. Sweet. See what happens here then. <sighs> no idea if it's going to work. I need you to make me. An arcana check, please. Yeah. Uh, in fact, no. What's your spellcasting ability? Wisdom. Is it wisdom? Make me a wisdom check, please. As he's doing that, do I see anything happen? In my auras. Wait. I'm no good at waiting. Twelve. 
so your energy <laughs> pulses out. Dog, and you see now a pulse of what type of fucking magic is that? That's doing something. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say based on your deity that it's necromantical type of energy. No, I suppose it's not necromancy. What type of spell is it? You can just tell me Abjuration. Okay, brilliant. So you see a flash of white. Yeah. Sort of go across the door. And then those same colours return. The magic itself hasn't been dispelled. However, you now see a number of runes begin to form on the door. I will just point out that I'm still reeling from how you got through the first door, so I'm going to be no use here whatsoever. Just going to put that. <laughs> I like to think that Dargon is also thinking about it still. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Still like, carry the four. Yeah, no, no, still haven't got it. You see these runes now etch themselves across the door in this golden writing. Mm. Kirik, roll me a religion check. Ooh, okay. Um, I think I can do that. Thirteen. As a cleric, you <laughs> make. I got him good. Yeah. As a cleric, you may not necessarily <laughs> understand the divine language, but it doesn't take much for you to recognise it. And you very quickly begin to understand that this is actually written in Celestial. Ooh, damn. Okay. Um, I said to the others, that's strange. This looks... I can't read it, but... I remember seeing some of these myself a bit. Some of my companions before I was brought here. This looks like some sort of celestial language, but I can't read it, but it appears to be that. I say in my head, Dawnbringer. Can you read that? Shout. It seems familiar, but 
almost beyond me. I'm, I'm afraid I can't. So I step back away from the door, assuming that everyone is currently staring at the door, including Bothrid, or he's looking away or whatever. And I touch my hands to my chest, close my eyes. If there's any anyone there listening, can you help me interpret what I see? Make my religion check with advantage. Sixteen. The other one was a natural one. <laughs> Good thing I did it with advantage. You place your hand over that, that tattoo. And there is a warm feeling that comes from it. And you're filled with that warmth. And although there is darkness around you, as you close your eyes, there is blinding light. DM Whisper on its way. Cool. Whispers, whispers, whispers. D&D Beyond, guys, it's really good, isn't it, to help look after your character sheet. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. yeah. I'm really well, mad I, want, I didn't well, take prayer of feeling now. Sorry. I'd also say that, you know, that at some point Dargon would say, I was tempted to uh, pull that guy off the ground to get us a bit of a breather, but I was worried that it wouldn't go very well. So, uh, if you uh, if you ever think that I can uh, levitate anyone out of our reach and do us a bit of uh, kindness, do say. Yes, thank you. Now you now you mention that. Is there a way over the gate? As you look up, under no. This literally is a huge great we're talking like 40, 50 feet high and then beyond that it's just stone wall all the way up to the top and as you look up you can see this now ends up in two of the turrets where the fires burn you can just about see the glows of the fire at the top. Okay. How high can you levitate people, Dagon? I'll tell you in a minute. 20 feet. Thank you. 60 feet away from... Sorry, I know you're now trying to decipher that DM's whisper I've sent you. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, I'll do that for you. Is... Is the one... If I can put... Can I put my mouse over it and you see? Yeah. Is that one the same as the first? Yes. Okay. Are you making Dargon do the puzzle just to be a dick? Because he struggled with the first no, one. No, no. He did the check. He did the check. <laughs> I'm trying 
try I'm also trying to write, type around a cat that's currently underneath the microphone. <laughs> Again, seriously, talk about yourselves. So to I, make it a little bit easier for you, because you can probably Matt nicely see this reminded one. me all oh, of those berries yeah. that took off of Bothrid and the supreme healing that I took off Dargon. After I added all the health points back on, he was like, then remember to half them. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, so I had to half all the healing points. Yeah. Have you got a cog's whirring sound effect? Are <laughs> you thinking? No, but... <laughs> right, I just made it a bit easier for him. You know which one we love. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't forget guys if you're looking for more immersion in your game battle bards, tabletop audio <laughs> Ben sound this is Ben's or sound. if you just want to take the piss <laughs> <sighs> just bear with me while I just do the last I imagine one. this is the music that plays in Bothra's mind for most of the game <laughs> <laughs> especially when he's raging especially when he's, not, when he's raging it's just literally like death metal in his ear <laughs> <laughs> cannibal corpse yeah good stuff and then and then when he's coming out of his rage it's like Stephen Fry doing an audiobook yeah. sort of voice in his head talking him down love it mm. Um, so you just see um, Dargon sort of in a bit of a you know just like (laughs) (laughs) while he's trying to actually understand what the fuck it is Um, I wish I could be more helpful at the moment I'm so very close in the meantime I'm going to walk up to the door yeah. And I am going to scream, Aladrin, let us in! And boot the door, and I've just knocked the desk over nearly. And <laughs> <laughs> she just wake the girls up in the house, or the girl, uh, baby in the house, <laughs> toddler in the house, infant, whatever you want to call her now. Um, and you boot uh, the door. Um, as your foot connects with this massive stone door, you so take just three just points saying, of bludgeoning yeah. damage. Is that one the same as that? Which one? No. No. Yeah. So just to make that a bit more clear, clearer, let's. Clear as mud, right? I've got the first two. So yeah, you take the three bludgeoning damage, to, uh, Ander, as your foot connects with a solid stone door. Yeah. So, <clears throat> under his breath, Dargon says, "Tibial, yeah," and that's as far as he got. <laughs> Everybody else, make me a perception check, please. 
Five. Twenty-three. Oh, so, Kirik, your head now snaps round as you hear Dargon saying something under his breath, and you hear that first word of, of Timiel. I turn around and say, um, did you say something, Dargon? It's, uh, just seems to make sense to me. <clears throat> I just don't know what the last one is. How, how, how do you know? Speak celestial? I don't think I do, but I did ask for some assistance. Seems I got partial assistance. The, uh, the first letter. I think it's a T. Do I then go along and just say which ones are which? So then Dargon basically just explains that from what he's been shown, this is what he now understands. And I think... that I got it wrong. <laughs> no, I didn't. First word is, I think, Tim A.L. Second word, I'm guessing is the... first and the last word first and the last letter must be the same yeah because it's the same symbol a D but if it is a D what would can I put that down there to help you out is it Timmy or the Damned no, because it'd be two M's. Isn't damned M-N-E-D? Ooh. Oh no, that's, that's damn as in damn it, is it? No, you may be right. It's the correct spelling of damned, it really. That's yeah, not the word. <laughs> well, it would fit. Go on, Andy, you'd say it. Can we lock that in as our final answer? Well, you can say it towards the door, couldn't you? Timiel the damned. As you say that, the runes themselves just disappear. And you hear a clunk in the door. And then a familiar circle appears in the door. 
and the shape of a hand appears and a small spike in the centre. I think this might be you again, Kirik. Yeah, I placed my hand there. Let's see what happens. So Kirik falls unconscious. Places his hand. Can't stop the him spike. before he does. You grab his hand. Given that the gods gave Dark on this message, maybe it is for him to open the door. The more I think on it. I guess you're right. Would you? No, let's try it. All right then. I uh, wouldn't stand behind me. So if this fling flies me back, I'll break you. I'll stand by the corner of the door. So you're going to step just over, um, just over here. To the left. Yep. We'll say Bothridge sort of around here somewhere. Let's just put him in there. Dargon steps up, puts his hand up, hovers for a second when I'm not covering my own face in the camera, and then just the spike shoots out into his hand, opens out, clamps his hand to the door, and blood begins to seep. And we're going to leave it there. Oh, you <laughs> <bastard>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, thank you very much for another night of Malt and Magic. We shall find out what happens to the guys next week. Good session, everyone.